Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. So, uh, yeah, I just thought uh, collectively, as a team, we could get together. It's obviously been a rough stretch recently. Thought we could hash through some stuff. Uh, you know, I think if I were looking at a few problem areas that I think we could discuss over the course of this meeting, uh, I would start with communication on defense, uh, consistent oh, yeah. effort, uh, faking illnesses, and moving the ball on offense. Hold, hold up. What, what was that? Yeah, moving the ball on offense, I think I've noticed in the second half it's tending to stick a little no, bit. No, 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 no. I, I, I heard you, but what, what was the other thing, the, the th- one before that, fake and illness? Yeah, um, and I don't want you to get upset, Kev, but um, it's just that some people were saying that hey, maybe hey, hey. the migraine you had was not real. And you played how many games this year? Eight? Listen, if you really understood what it took to produce a web series and tattle to reporters, you would know you that know what? No, I've been no. busy. You know what? I, I get it. That would put a lot of pressure on you from your list of playoff successes to the amount of places you've been to where you haven't worn out your welcome uh, to your stature, uh, the book of Isaiah is one of the only things in your career that isn't short. As long I, as I we mean, can is all... No, is, is, is nobody going to speak up here? Is, is no one going to point out that Kay Felder is trying to lead a team meeting right now? Listen, you can. I, I think it's good to get stuff off your chest as long as we can both agree that I have enough latitude in this locker room to lead a team meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I mean, Derrick Rose can take uh, a month and a half off to go find himself. LeBron can have his trips to Miami or, or take half a game off. Uh, unless Tobias Harris gets him out of chill mode. I get sick for an early afternoon game on a weekend, which is pretty typical with this team. Maybe I had a few drinks. Maybe I didn't. Who knows? It's Oklahoma. But all of a sudden, I need to produce a doctor's note. Because of that. Is that what you're telling me? 
I just think it would clear things up. Welcome to the Chase Down Podcast on Leverage the Chat. I'm your host, Justin Roan. What you just heard before was some exclusive audio that we have obtained. Leverage the Chat, we leverage our sources as well. Uh, We got that exclusive audio from the Cavs locker room brouhaha. Uh, With me to break down the shit show that is the Cleveland Cavaliers is my co-host as always, Carter Rodriguez. Carter, how you doing? Are you broken? I like to think of myself as the Isaiah Thomas to your Kevin Love, uh, which is to oh, say man. that I eat a lot of a, a lot of your possessions and uh, really knock you out of rhythm. Uh, I, I, and, and apparently, and I shit on you publicly loathing. and privately. Yeah, apparently, stealing my self-loathing, man. Come on. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I thought we could start this podcast with a really good question: Where do you want to see LeBron sign this summer? That's not here. <laughs> I I still want him to sign with the Cavs. Like, but I, since but since that can't happen anymore, who do you think he'll sign with? Man, like <laughs> I I just don't even want to get into all of that stuff. Like, it's, it's I just wanted nightmare. to ask to be a I think, dick. I I know you want to be a dick, but realistically speaking. Like, this is a bit of the LeBron experience. You go through the drama in the regular season because you know that it's worth it. There's certain it's players. Not, it's not going to be worth it if this is the team. That is true. But this may not be the team. Uh, for, for all our listeners, we are recording this after the Cavs lost to the San Antonio Spurs. Game that they were pretty much in most of the way. And then it just kind of blew open at the end. Uh, compared to the nightmare that was the Oklahoma City game, I think you can call this a step in the right direction. I'm if not I'm interested optimist, in that. You can do that. I'm I'm going to be an optimist, man, because I I mean, let's say let's say this is in fact the end for the Cleveland Cavaliers. There was no way with a team that managed to fall into a championship in a tangle of chaos dysfunction and just weirdness like there's no way that this era of Cavs basketball was going to end quietly we're going to see something spectacular one way or another whether it be another flipping of the switch which if we're being frank as bad as the Cavs look they still have a lot of assets there's a lot of talking on what changes (laughs) are going to happen going into the deadline and we still don't have a lot of serious threats in the Eastern Conference I, I mean, Jason Kidd's fired, so maybe the Bucks are serious now. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just so ugly right now. Uh, Thomas is terrible. Jr. is terrible. Crowder is terrible. Thompson is <laughs> mediocre at best. Yeah, it's it's reached the point where I can't hide. I like I can't even. I I know Isaiah's working his way back in that, but I I, I was consistent prior to the season when I'm like. Eh, even last year's Isaiah, like, would this guy be someone that can actually help on this team? Because as great as he was last year, that Boston roster was basically, let's put defenders that can shoot around Isaiah 
And because we don't have anyone that can score, he's just going to use every single possession. And that's not the case on the Cavs. You have Kevin Love, who's been neglected, uh, maybe because Isaiah's never played with a big man that can score. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not counting Boogie Cousins. This isn't a Boogie slander. I love Boogie. But, like, it's it's he's been completely ne- neglected since Isaiah's come. Uh, LeBron has been awful since Christmas, which isn't ideal. Jay Crowder can't shoot. J.R. Smith can't shoot. Kyle Korver can't find a rhythm because he's in lineups where he's the only shooter. Things could be better. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, what the hell is Tyron Lou doing? What are these bench lineups he's running out? <laughs> there, was just, there was a 48-second stretch in this game where, on purpose, he was playing Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Jeff Green, and Tristan Thompson. Okay. Um, on purpose! <laughs> so With malice of forethought. Listen, man, I, I told you that this game was a step in the right direction. We had to hit rock bottom, and that's what Saturday was. And now we have this game where it was a little bit closer to a Cavs team or a Spurs team that was missing everybody. But let's let's overlook that. <laughs> let's overlook that because the Spurs, we know everybody there is a system player. Um, but Tyron Lue did say to the media after the game that his lineups would change after this loss. I'm going to make a change. Oh, he said that? He will not, he will not reveal what that change is. The change is to play Derrick Rose more fourth quarter minutes. Man, I, I, it was so funny. <laughs> like, the rotations in this game. Like, you could tell Shump was put in for four minutes to show that he is physically able to play basketball games. I'm assuming at some point tomorrow that, that he gets traded for George Hill, uh, along with Channing Fry. There was some talk of Derrick Rose being included. I will fly down to Cleveland to drive Derrick Rose to the airport if that's what it takes. You know, it's funny. I can barely even muster up energy to not like Derrick Rose. That's where we're at. <laughs> because there's, he's the least of their problems. <laughs> like, who gives a shit about 13 minutes a game at backup point guard? Like, their they're starting shooting guard is one of the worst players in the NBA right now. <laughs> <laughs> their starting point guard got got beat just stood there while his uh, while his matchup just gli- glided in for for like six offensive putbacks with no he had DeJounte Murray had four offensive rebounds yeah that's not great it's like just put the- a at, put a butt on him man it's not that hard the communication is just really, really bad. Like, oh, um, I'm I, worn I out, man. I'm broken. It might have been Chris Fedor um, or Joe Varden. I can't remember which. But it was like they know that Tristan has been coached to switch on every single play. Yet these new guys, whether it be Jeff Green, Dwayne Wade, whoever, like they just they still act surprised whenever it's a switch. And like. None of their schemes work. It, it's just a nightmare. But, I i mean, it, during the winning streak, you gave me shit because you're like, Justin, you keep bringing up the defense. You keep bringing up that thing. Well, yeah, it's because you were being a buzzkill, not because I thought the defense was fine. 
I, I know, but like I, I was mentioning that, that I didn't think it was sustainable. I'm it, when things are going well, I'm looking at how real is this? What's going to happen? When things are going bad, I'm going to get jokes off and be the optimist because things can go nowhere but up from here. And at the same time, as frustrating as LeBron can be in the regular season at times, on and off the court, he gives you a chance in the postseason to rectify any situation and salvage any nightmare. What can, can we talk a, what we percent, talk a little bit about... Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. What percent chance do you have the Cavs to make the finals with this roster? I don't think this roster is going to be together. This season, I... On spec, I'm going to give them a 70% chance. Who are they getting? I I, I don't... Is it, I, Forgive me if I don't think Garrett Temple is the difference. Oh, God. Did you see something about Garrett Temple being No, excluded? no. I've just seen some people throwing his names in. It's like... Ooh. like Garrett until- Temple... I have Garrett Temple PTSD because of NBA 2K. I was drafted by the Kings, and like every time I passed a temple, like I was just never getting the ball back. I think I think <laughs> sharing stories story. about I think sharing stories about your NBA 2K player is like if talking about your own fantasy team like puts you into like the first circle of hell, like. Talking about your my player on 2K fast tracks you to the dead center. I'm going down in a blaze of glory, my friend. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up. I don't. I don't ever want to hear that again. I'm fine with. I'm fine knowing this now, but like, I want it to be buried. <laughs> it's okay. I still like you, but it's strike one <laughs> on this friendship. Oh, I can't believe we've gone this long only getting a strike one. Now I'm excited to like swing at a few more. Oh, Can we talk a little bit about LeBron? I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. Um, but obviously he hasn't been good since Christmas. And that leads to speculation from every talk show, every everything. Is it possible that LeBron is tired like isn't it a credit to him that he's gone this long in his career where a 33 year old that has been logging crazy minutes all year that turned it on way earlier in his season than we've ever seen him really do before uh, or at least in this stage of his career um, maybe he's burnt out just a little bit after not setting a single game and because he's been so great throughout his career, which congratulations on getting to uh, 300 or 30,000, 300,000, 300,000 points. He is um, the goat. Like, man, it is just wild. And I think he is well within his rights to be tired. Um, maybe he needs a week in Miami. I would not hold that against him. It's not like they're going to start losing without him. <laughs> Yeah, they can't afford to do it. That's like the problem. Like they, they're what? horrible. But they're going to lose with him, I guess. And um, and we kind I don't of know, like. Man. I remember you brought it up as we entered this month, where we're like, you know what? They were going to be working some new pieces back in. This team's probably going to take a step back or two as they figure things out. It's going to look a little bit like the beginning of the season, and then you looked at the schedule. And the nightmare that was this January schedule. Justin. And it's the I, worst time to do this. Yeah, I get all this. 
I get it. They're the worst fucking team in the NBA right now. Hey, it's awesome. <laughs> the worst if you're going fucking to team. Suck, suck. If the you're going Sacramento to suck, suck Kings. In amazing ways. The Sacramento Kings can rightfully and with like with all the confidence in the world say we've been better than the Cavs since Christmas. <laughs> They're 3 and 12 since Christmas and they've definitely been better than the Cavs. Uh, isn't it beautiful? Like is it Dude, I'm I'm so worked up. I'm so guys... worn out, man. Oh, man, but this is fun. I need a week like, off. You need a week off? Maybe I'll yeah, maybe I I'll, I'll sub chops in next week. The, well, here's our yeah, little ch- show chops, meeting chop- on air. Yeah, here's here's the thing that is going to piss me off is that I'm going to have some asshole like three months from now when the Cavs are like fine, like be like, oh, you didn't believe. And it's like, yeah, whatever. I don't I'm just like I thought about coming into this with like more measured energy, but I was like, fuck it. I just want to be mad right now. I'm just tired (laughs) of watching. I just want to be mad. And I'm sick of Jay Crowder missing box outs uh, I, the iq of this team is so low and their give a fuck is so low and their trust in each other is even lower Did man you see i almost the- made up i almost when you said box outs with jay crowder i wanted to make a box man 99 pun <laughs> <laughs> but then i realized how problematic that could get hashtag problematic <laughs> We all know that Kevin Love is the only one that gets primo box on the team. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, people people that tuned in hoping to hear us sad are getting like you trying to get worked up. Oh, I'm not trying to get worked I'm just put out. I'm here. Like, I'm not. I think I'm covering depression with like faux rage. Mm i like that um yeah it's just like i don't know man i think just like knowing the abyss that awaits us when it's all over like when when lebron leaves it's never gonna be good again <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's why i'm handling this so poorly man, do you not do you not remember the pargo game do you not remember these glorious moments that we had in in that lull I'll never understand Cavs Twitter looking through the post decision years with rose colored glasses. Oh, they weren't fun. They were horrible. God, so much fun. <laughs> the last year kind of sucked. Like we just it, like it, each it, other. That's all that is. It's well, just yeah, friends. Well, that's the that's the thing. You yeah, you had Cavs Twitter being weirdos without like the stands that come with a successful team. But I'm. I mean, ultimately, yes, it, it was less fun. I, I think. Thank God for that 2016 title, because otherwise I'd be stressed. Um, that that kind of relieved like the burden of fandom from kind of my shoulders. Like I can just be like, all right, well, we got what LeBron promised. He he didn't even guarantee one title when he came back. He just said that he was going to try. Um, I yeah, you know I what? Still per- I you still personally, in- yeah, go go ahead. You know what's interesting is like. 
what really needs to happen is I just need to quit this pod. It's it's forcing me to watch these stupid damn games that I don't feel like watching. <laughs> Instead, you're just going to, to write a Fear the Sword about games that you didn't watch, but yeah, I, like I, did. yeah, I just got to retire. That's really what it comes down to. You're, you're just no, no, just become part of like spreadsheet Twitter that never uh, never watches the games and. Uh, this, this so and so's RPM says this. And... Hashtag watch the games. That's where and, that's how annoyed we are right now is that Justin's just straw manning over there in the corner. And, and in a four minute sample size, the, the net rating was this. No, yeah, that that's what you can do. You don't have to watch the games. I'm I'm just trying to make sure that your wallet stays full because I know this is the primary source of income for. I, yeah, in fairness, the Cavs kept my wallet full tonight because they were two point favorites. In San yeah. Antonio. They're the yeah, worst team in the NBA right now. <laughs> like, to be a gambling expert it's, right now, it's like, just bet against the Cavs. Like, Dude, the they've just lost, haven't adjusted. They've lost their last nine games against the spread. I mean, the only... Yeah, betting on the Cavs, against the Cavs, I should say, is basically a lock. The only thing I can think that's even close to that right now is draft, because draft gives you an 80% chance better, 80% better chance of winning than other salary cap sites. So <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I mean, the Cavs are 100%, draft 80%. But um, only really if you use the promo code, the chase down, all one word, all caps. Yeah, well, I mean, then you're playing for free. So you have an 80% chance, better chance than other sites while going for free. Seems good. Plus, Speaking plus of you free, don't have all those. Cavs, I'm sorry, go ahead. Man, just blocking my segue. You chased down block my segue the same way LeBron chased down blocked his MVP chances this year. <laughs> um, Speaking of getting for free, George Hill. Um, for Mon Shumpert and one of the only positive personalities in the locker room. Uh, is the rumored deal. Mark Stein said that they're possibly talking about a second-round pick being thrown in there, maybe Derrick Rose. What are your thoughts of George Hill? Do you think Tyron Lue's lineup change is Isaiah coming off the bench for Hill? I. Why do we think George Hill is... Why are we so sure George Hill is still good? <laughs> I mean... Here's the thing. He was still competent in Utah. Theoretically, he's a better fit because he's been shooting well the last couple of years. We know that he's really good playing off uh, a ball-dominant wing. Um, In theory, he fits perfectly. Justin, Um, can I I, depress you real quick? I I don't. Sure. You know Tyron Lewis is going to play him at shooting guard next to Isaiah, right? I, I'm fully expecting that. And, and like, poor love at that point. Like, <laughs> he's he's already having trouble getting the ball with Isaiah and LeBron there. And then all of a sudden you add another point guard to that rotation. That would be a, just exceptional. Yeah, Absolutely I don't know. Exceptional. Um, it, it's an interesting idea. I think it, I think it's a significantly less interesting idea if he doesn't just play point guard full time. Uh, I don't really like him guarding shooting guards, even though he's got long arms and is you know decent size. It's like he's just an average shooting guard defender as opposed to a pretty good point guard defender. Um, right. I think that 
he's an interesting player in the sense that he is shooting 45% from three, so and is not a high usage guy, but can you know attack a closeout. Uh, yeah, that's basically the argument. It's that the like Kevin Love is a really good player, and the drop off when you stop using him um, might, or or at least the the pickup in production when you put him next to a lower usage player in George Hill would make up for the drop off in talent. Um, I, like I think that's really what you're banking on there, and you have somebody that has good length that. Um, at some point in his career, has played good defense on Steph Curry. Um, so I, I think that's a positive because you, you saw what the Cavs could do with a, a lower usage point guard. And I'm not suggesting that that 19-game stretch with Calderon was completely sustainable, but George Hill's a much better player than Calderon that does a lot of those same things that he does well with the adva- added advantage of not being 40-year-old 40 years old, white, and completely immobile. And he doesn't own a ham farm in Spain. So that's a con. Um, <laughs> I was, I don't know. It doesn't seem to matter. I'm having a really hard time caring about any of it until I you sound see, like you could be on the Cavs roster. <laughs> until either Isaiah isn't the starting point guard or Love isn't the starting center. The defense can't work. Jay Crowder mm-hmm. isn't good enough to to do it. And well, I mean, hopefully it can't work, that's dude. done. It can't. Like, hopefully, uh, I, yeah. I think, I think there's been so much attention, and like, even the beat guys are like, ah, you you can't keep doing this. This hasn't actually been successful all year. All and year, it's, it's you know, not been successful a once, <laughs> and it's even less successful now. Now that that lineup has added the worst defensive player in the NBA. Um, this this isn't really working. Maybe we should change it. So I'm going to be really interested to see what Tyron Lue does. Um, I think we can all agree that the bench rotation needs to change. Like, that's the thing. The only lineup that we know has been working, like the starting lineup wasn't working, and the fact that that was the lineup they preserved is upsetting when the bench had worked so well with all these shooters, and it's like, no, we're going to add Tristan Thompson, we're going to add Derrick Rose to that lineup, and we're just going to play Wade, Rose, Jeff Green, Tristan, and then Corver's going to run around, and we're going to hope that other teams don't notice that he's the only person on the floor capable of shooting a basketball. Yeah, I've seen some people being like, What's wrong with Corver? <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about? He's being like triple teamed off ball. <laughs> it's not gonna work. It's like <laughs> he gets what, so much. What the attention. fuck? Even it's, Corver's struggling. <laughs> it's so comical because it's like Corver, this white guy in his late thirties, is getting like Steph Curry levels of attention. <laughs> i've never seen a i've never seen like a less like is i've never seen a take entered into the world that was given less thought like the poor guy (laughs) is just being hounded it's like they've got nine defenders on the floor when you've got these lineups out there man it's really really remarkable (laughs) like i that's the thing because Obviously, Tristan hasn't been great. He's been a lot better since, I, I'd say, about Christmas. Um, but he's still had awful moments. And and also, like, 
You just can't play him with Jeff Green, Derrick Rose, and Dwayne Wade. That's Petrus. the thing. Like, it's, it's getting tough to evaluate like almost anyone on this player. I don't think uh, you could play team. Hakeem with those guys. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And also, he's one of those guys that is the ultimate system player. And actually, Corver is, is that way on, on both ends of the floor. Like, when a team is running a cohesive system on either end of the floor, Corver can play good team defense. He's going to be in position, and he's going to run around, and he knows what to do within offensive sets. When everything has gone to shit, he doesn't know what he's doing. Tristan, he, he usually would stay in his lane, but all of a sudden you have all of these guys that just are, are playing with no understanding of their role. Guys are going in and out of the roster. The rotations make no sense. And, like, <laughs> our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> there's just there's We nothing. titled a podcast that last year, right? Yeah, and and I tried to do that intro earlier this year, and I I botched it because I get tongue tied very easily. It's okay. You're not. Uh, it's not our jobs to talk. No, no, well, no, not at all. That's, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I, why I let you do the talking normally. Yeah, I don't know. I I think so. Can we just like so throwing aside egos, throwing aside you know, role, like expectations for roles, like what are the rotational changes you would make to turn this shit around? Okay. So I, I would punt Derek Rose into the sun. Okay. So we'll, we, we've legally murdered Derek Rose. Good start. I mean, how are you going to get evidence? He was punted into the sun. You fool. Um, so I, I'd move Tristan Thompson into the starting lineup uh, in, in favor of Jay Crowder. Here's the thing. I, I, I'm going to derail this little segment because I, I want to go on a rant. I would advocate start. I'd advocate starting Kyle Corvette shooting guard. Now it came out this week that they didn't want to do that because they have questions about his durability, but just because he's starting at shooting guard doesn't mean he has to play 36 minutes. He can still play 20, 22 minutes a game at shooting guard, but what he does is more valuable with the starters. So I'd be starting Isaiah along with Corver, LeBron, Love, and Tristan. And then with the bench, obviously you have Wade with JR, uh, Jeff Green, uh, Fry if he's still there theoretically, and maybe you, you slot LeBron into there, or, or maybe you slot some minutes with Corver. Um, or sorry, I, I forgot Jay Crowder. And I really think that that up-tempo bench unit would help Jay Crowder. Like I, I've mentioned this a million times before and I'm a broken record, but he likes to cut. He likes off ball movement and the starters just don't do that. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's, that's kind of what I would do. Um, I think ultimately you need to trade for an upgrade at shooting guard. And I guess that means Jr has to leave town, um, which sucks, man. I love JR. And yeah, that's the thing. Like, these like, guys did stuff for this team. Yeah. This, and we're fun guys, doing it. And they mattered to us at a level that exceeded their value. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, JR matters to us in a way that, uh, you know, Jeff Green doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, Richard Jefferson matters to us in a way that Derek Rose or 
uh yeah you that, know, that's a or, bad that bad call yeah i mean or you know like that jay like, crowder will never matter yeah yeah it's just it i don't know whoops sorry i just dropped my phone um so i just don't see how jr i mean can jr even be in the rotation anymore man he's like the it, worst player in basketball. I, he's like one of the worst shooting guards in the nba right now yeah that's that's the thing like he's been so awful and I think he's been someone that he's probably the biggest victim on this team when it comes to roles changing. Uh, and like, I, I think he was legitimately hurt at the beginning of the year where he's like, everyone told me that he was coming in. Wade was coming into uh, becoming off the bench. And even though that was rectified after a couple games, um, it seemed like he was thrown off, and then you have this version of Jr. that we've never seen throughout his career. Like he's suffered from too much confidence at times and trying to do too much. We've never really had scared to shoot Jr. We, we've had checked out on defense Jr., but we haven't had Jr. doesn't believe he's a shooter anymore. And if that is the case, you really can't have him on the team. Like you can't have them as part of the rotation, and and that's heartbreaking for someone that uh, has really endeared himself to this fan base. Yeah, um, I I think you said it as well as I could. Um, but you know, I I guess they if you had to pick one spot for the team to upgrade, what what position would you upgrade? Point guard, shooting guard, or center? Man. Center naturally assuming that it slots Love back at power forward, to be clear. I It really, like, it depends, because, like, at this point, this is going to sound just so obvious, but the Cavs need talent. Like, they need talent wherever they can find it and whatever the most talented player is that, that fits against the Warriors, because they still have to plan for that, even though getting out of the East might be a little more challenging than they anticipated. Game planning against the Warriors still has to be the priority. So I'd love to have a center upgrade on this team, but you also can't have a center like... You can't have a guy that is just strictly a rim protector because that doesn't matter as much against the Warriors because they don't attack the rim a ton unless they've completely pulled you out of the paint. And if you don't have a big that can move around on the perimeter, I don't care what he can do at the rim because uh, they have three of the greatest shooters in the history of the sport. Um, Right now, I'd say the biggest need is at shooting guard. But even when you talk about um, people have thrown out swapping Kevin Love for CJ McCollum. Both guys go to their hometown teams, makes tons of sense. But then it's like, okay, so you've traded the only competent big on the roster. Yep. So like they, they need multiple moves. And that's that's the only solution right now. And that's where I don't see it happening. I don't think they have more than one move in them. I guess cool. Hill. I guess Hill. You think George Hill is is the only mover you're going to see? Well, yeah, I guess Hill is the one exception because I think he should be free as long as you can match <laughs> salary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But like yeah, any, I get that. but like anyone better than that or with a less odious contract is going to co- is going to cost you a first round pick. Now it is worth noting that Hill basically only has two years guaranteed on his deal. 
Uh, yeah. He's in the first year of a three-year, $60 million deal. Um, but I think all that's guaranteed is this season, uh, which the Cavs... No, next year, next year is also guaranteed. I think only 19 of it is guaranteed. I'm checking. Go ahead. Um, I, I saw something about that with Woj. Either way, he's not fully guaranteed. Um, obviously, the the key is definitely actually, fully guaranteed next year at nineteen. He is million. fully guaranteed. Well, but he's only guaranteed for one million in the third year of the deal. Okay. So, anyways, the Cavs are still taking on salary, and that makes things interesting, especially when you're looking at long term game planning. Um, I mean, Isaiah wants the Brinks truck backed up for him. He wants a max contract this summer. I don't not going to be able to do it. Yeah, I one. I don't know if that's available. Two, I mean, if you're the Cavs and you're planning for a best case scenario, are you allocating uh, fifty five million dollars next year to your point guard and backup point guard? I don't think so. So I, I just think there's other dominoes that are going to fall this year because they they need to fall out of necessity. I have a question for you. Do you have the box score pulled up right now? Uh, no, I don't. Do you want me to pull it up? Yes, I would like you to pull it up because I have a thought experiment for you. Okay, that that sounds challenging. I'm I'm not a big thinker. I'm more of a talker and like figure things out after the the words have left my face. How many players? <gasps> okay, see, beat Brooklyn by a point. Yeah, I saw it. Thank God. Continue. Uh, I thought you were going to tell me about a trade or something. Uh, (laughs) How many players that played basketball for the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight, Tuesday, January 23rd, will be on the team next year? Ooh, I like that. Um, Okay, so... No, 11 fucking players played tonight. 12 actually if you can count if you count Osmond's uh one minute do you want me to name them yeah uh Kevin Love LeBron James Dwayne Wade Jetty Osmond um Ante Zizic didn't play but he's going to be there because he's the future yeah that's why Um, I said played yeah so those are those are my four that's it (laughs) that's it so you think Achi uh Jay Crowder Jay Crowder is going to be there too Okay, so you think Thomas, Jr., Jeff Green, Tristan Thompson, Derek Rose? Uh, you didn't list Corver, who I imagine you think is. Still oh yeah, there. Corver, Corver. Thank you. So five, five. I, I, I guess see, I, I don't know if it's Jeff so. Green. I could see he, Jeff Green, but I can also see like Vivek being like, "Hey, here's a two-year, twenty-six million." Here's the some. thing that's hard to read is like, so the. LeBron will leave if it doesn't get better. Correct? Yeah. Correct. LeBron? Like, LeBron will leave if they don't make the finals. Yeah, probably. So, the weird thing is, if they're going to make the finals, it probably means Isaiah needs to play better. Which means, are they going to pay him once he's earned it a little more? I don't know. It's like a weird thing. Or, I mean... I wonder if at some point they'll just punt on the idea of using him in heavy minutes and just go back to, and move him into like a like he'll start but only play like twenty minutes a game, kind of what they've done to Jay over time. Man, yeah, Isaiah's the uh, the novelty starter. I mean, that's if the it other doesn't thing. get that's better the other soon, thing. 
my uh like Crowder's actually been a bit better lately and I've appreciated that his defense is still a nightmare as you said he's not boxing out and when they're playing these smaller lineups you need to play a little bit bigger than your size and you need to take additional responsibility which the Cavs have avoided responsibility like the plague but if Lou is so adverse to playing Crowder starters minutes if he's coming off the bench I would much rather have him in crunch time on the floor than Jeff Green. As as fun as Green has been this year and as many great moments as he's had, he's still a player that's not exactly known for being the most high IQ. Uh, like, I, I would rather have, like, even if you're closing with, like, Dwayne Wade, LeBron, uh Crowder and like just length defense and savvy like I'd rather have Crowder out there in those situations and maybe that's something that's facilitated by having him come off the bench yeah I mean I'm interested to see what kind of changes Lou makes I mean they have three days off they're off uh or I guess two days off they they're off Wednesday Thursday and then they're back on Friday um I I guess I mean, it feels like the change is just Thompson for Crowder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's the one that makes the most sense. It It's one that they went to earlier in the year before Tristan got even more hurt. Um, and I don't know. It just it it's the one that like for a coach that's like feeling some pressure, it's like the obvious, like, I'm gonna fix the defense with this move. <laughs> Man. Man, there are just so many issues. It's crazy. Um, God, I'm not going to look forward to the reactions from this. Cause I feel like people are going to yell, yell at us for being too negative, but shit. I mean, I think I spent a healthy portion of this laughing. That's fair, but, but it wasn't happy laughing. <laughs> oh. Well, um, what was your O for? Ooh. Um, Boston Carr coming out with a report uh, that Gordon Hayward with the team in L.A. may start traveling with the team in early March. Great. I mean, if he does come back, it's going to be like when Paul George came back from the Olympics. Like, it's it's not, he's not going to be Gordon Hayward this year. Yeah. If anything that, well, I don't know if it's going to hurt because they, the Celtics are coming back down to earth and he's someone that can do things with the basketball but I, I don't I don't think that's a nightmare I still think the the team that needs to be taken seriously in the east is Toronto um but yeah I I mean th- it's this is we're, we're kind of stuck in the state of limbo where everything is just it's a nightmare we're, we're trying to figure things out yeah it's a nightmare um, until it's not yeah and until the deadline comes it's really hard for me to figure out where I should be on the panic meter. I I need to know what this roster is because then I'm like, is this a a group that can even physically in a theoretical sense when I'm playing on 2K and I'm inserting my my player into this lineup? Can (laughs) can we make this work? And until I know what that lineup is, I, I have trouble like really, really, truly panicking yet. Like, I'm just sitting here laughing at what a nightmare this is, but at the same time, it, it just doesn't seem bleak because there's at least that glimmer of hope. There's that hashtag soon that I can still throw out there. And after I've the lost deadline, my will to soon. Oh, I'll I'll soon you all night, baby. 
Um, but <laughs> I after- love using it as a verb that kind of sounds like jerking off, <laughs> like as a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna soon so hard later. <laughs> yeah, I've 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 gone some flack for how soon. Yeah. Anyways, but after the deadline, <laughs> like the soon's basically just become, oh, Larry Sanders is available. Oh, Andrew Bo gets free from his Breitbart uh, freelancing. Like, there's it, it just gets so bleak. I think and I I'm. Think, I think I'm. I don't more think there's going to be a savior like uh, Darren Williams on, <laughs> on the market this year. I think I'm more down about everything than like you or Chops are because I don't think anyone's. I think that the trade targets. Are not going to eventually are not going to move the needle enough, and maybe I'm wrong, but I just think it's going to be a shit trade market. Um, oh man, I'm going to be shit so deadline. sad. I'm going to be so sad. I mean, I'm I'm sure you saw it that the Kings are are planning on buying out Fry when they get him. Can you imagine like he just ends up on Toronto or something, and all of a sudden they have a competent shooter? I'd be, I'd be thrilled for him. I want him to be happier than I, I want, want him me to, to be, be in happy. a good situation. But I also don't want Channing Fry going ape shit when he's done that to to that team in particular so many times over the last couple of years that's fair i just like him yeah i really like him man by by process of elimination are we going to become the biggest cap spot after road tripping is now officially dead shout out <laughs> shout out to our boy chris manning doing locked on calves but he- this I is think the it's between, uh, this I is the only be- one where uh, you can hear about our sexual stamina while we laugh about the calves dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, I think that if that's what you're looking for, we're the number one cab spot. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> if <laughs> if if we're checking those, if you're looking for those boxes to be checked, uh, we'll check them, baby. Sure, sure, sure. Chris's comes many times a week, but ours is only <laughs> once a week, so it's soon. So it's a little more abrupt. It's a little bit of a hair trigger. <laughs> There's a buildup. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is this is exactly this is what the people need. I can yep. tell. I can they're gonna this is, this everyone is who's gonna be everyone who stuck around till now so like all six of you thanks for listening <laughs> there are dozens of satisfied listeners right now and i mean i'm always doing this for my own entertainment and to hear my own voice but i feel like that in particular was that's a that's one just for me <laughs> I don't know that one. That one, I, I think people can always get on board with uh, that that brand of humor. And if not, well, Locked On Caps is a great pod. <laughs> as as the uh, as the great Dave Chappelle once said, people love poop jokes. They do. They really, really do. But this seems to uh, this seems to be the point where we've completely lost steam and should probably be where we wrap up. Um, if a trade goes down. We'll we'll probably have a couple emergency pods. I'm going to be out of town over the weekend. Me too. Um, so that may okay. So we won't if something happens on the weekend. Uh, but we'll uh, be more vigilant around the trade deadline, and uh, we might have a quick reaction pod should George Hill get traded to the team. Uh, so we'll figure it, it'll that be out a, as it'll we be go. a really quick reaction pod. But we promise we'll cuddle afterwards. It'll yeah. It'll, 
it'll be a two minute pod of just eh, 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 huh, I guess I guess he's on the team now. George Hill. I mean, right. I love George Hill and I've wanted him on the team, but um, yeah, I mean, it's not like we're we're going to throw a parade. Hey, we told you George would be traded the Cavs all year. <laughs> You yes, guys, you, you guys. You actually no, mind. I'm pissed. We have to scrub this because it would be so much funnier if we did it. If that's how we led the pod, <laughs> but no one's listening left anyway. Yeah, so no fine. one's listening at this point, so we can we can use the same joke over again. Yep. So to listeners that do listen until now, we love you guys. To the listeners that only listen to the first ten minutes and close it, we also love you because that helps the stats. Um, remember, you can also help our stats by going on iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, cook the numbers, support our sponsors, because that's that's uh, how we get our bread and butter. Um, we're, we're not just doing it for show. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure Carter loses tons of money on draft, but to experts like me, but that, it is what it is. So thanks to our listeners. Hopefully things turn better soon. Um, there's only, there's only, uh, it's the only direction to go when you hit rock bottom. So maybe this is the rock bottom episode for the podcast. We'll try to be better and we appreciate you guys. So thanks as always. And as always, go Cavs.